I have a, the great ability to help people really examine and expand their scorecard of what it is they want and where they and what their life timeline is. And so for my husband, he worked very heavily in healthcare. He did a lot of traveling. And the purpose of him starting his own business is he wanted to not be away from me as often. Here I am commuting back and forth and I'm not there. And so that first year of an entrepreneur is tough, mm-hmm. tough as nails. And it really teaches you what you're made of. Oh yeah. And there's a, an emotional skill set, resiliency that's required to be an entrepreneur. It's not mm-hmm. for sissy. And he... Welcome to the Colorado Springs Business Podcast, where we discuss business principles and provide real-life insight into the lives of everyday business owners and entrepreneurs. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure to subscribe or leave a review wherever you might be listening. Now, let's talk business. And he was always an introvert, and he didn't know how to connect with people outside of his occupation. He's a damn good provider. He's great at patient care. People love him in that context. What he's really good at—that's really all he's ever known. But they're coming to him, and it's set up, and everything. Exactly. <laughs> they're right. There's a comfort level. You're putting yourself out into the world, and you're marketing yourself. That's a whole new skill set. He and I have to—I do a great job of reminding him of who he is. It's like you're not any number one. You're not special. You are going through the same aches and pains and feelings that every other entrepreneur goes through. Number two, you have forgotten who you are. You have accomplished everything you've ever set out to do. I have had to remind him, it's like you have created a career to make the money you wanted to make, to have the lifestyle and do the things you wanted to do, and you still weren't satisfied. There's something missing in there. What's the disconnect? It's, yeah, it's not an occupation. He's had great support from me, so his support system has been phenomenal, and it has to come from within. So we're seeking for something outside of us, and he realized that it was something from within. And so my job is helping him to start doing that inner work for himself he doesn't know what he wants yes yeah and that's truly where the work is it's like we can be doing all these things occupationally and they feel good and they're paying the bills it's all yeah we're making contributions we're supporting our family but if you're not truly answering the call of your spirit and your soul then what's the point you can't see what you've created because yeah you're always in a state of anxiety and not enoughness and so i have been in working with him to what was it that lit you up when you were a kid oh reading writing doing these things being fun being curiosity part of staying young is being always being curious and that's what ages people is stop being curious and just living in a silo and just sitting there and not being externally focused but becoming internally focused and just then they start worrying about their aches and their pains and not having this and not having that it's like that's not what the human experience was designed for and we have way too much free time on our hands we have way too many conveniences and way too many distractions and we've forgotten who we are so i i help him remember who he is and release him from expectations even in a life partnership relationship and i'm very careful about how i even say that because we're not here to complete each other we're here to complement each other He's allowed Mm -hmm. me the space to grow into and be who I need to be, and I'm eternally grateful for that, but I asked for that. Mm -hmm. I manifested that. That's what I wanted for me, was to have a supportive partner who would allow me to grow and expand into who I'm intended to be, and I give that back in return. This is your turn. I've had mine. Now you get to figure out what it is you want and do something every day that feeds your soul and makes you happy. That would be your love language. It is. But is that his love language? I've actually, funny you say that, because <laughs> I emailed him the uh, the little test you can take, the Gary Chapman test and the five love languages. But I believe over time, because we're always fluid and flexing and evolving and growing, 
those can change over time. Okay. But 20 years ago, 30 years ago, physical touch would have been high on my list. Mm-hmm. As I've gotten older in perspective and more expansive in my knowledge of things, acts of service and quality time rank much higher. Mm-hmm. So we can change. Our personalities can change. We can flex. We can be that chameleon. When we decide who we want to be, what we want, grow into it. Oh yeah. Shift it. Shape shifter. One, one of our one of the best things about being humans. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. We can build things around. We can build things to make things happen. Yeah. Like we can see a target and then do what we need to do to get right. to it. <laughs> and surround yourself with people that are going to support your goals. If, you, if there's a, naysayers out there, those aren't mm-hmm. your people. You want to surround yourself with a tribe of people who yeah. are going to be, yes, Andy, you got this. And that's what I've done for yeah. the most part. I've eliminated any naysayers, though I think it is good to get feedback. But you know, I, I don't really have any many naysayers that I know of because I don't surround myself around people that talk like that or try to bring someone down. Not even just try to bring... Some people are actually... They mean when they... I think a lot of the times that's actually what it actually is. Or maybe they don't. I don't know. Loosening the fixed construct of what you think it's supposed to look like. Your subconscious knows you better than you do. You're going in the direction your life purpose brought you here for. There might be some detours along the way. You might find yourself in something different and unique you never expected, but you're going through the journey. You have to be in action. You have to be experimenting and trying new things, calling in resources and information, and then you get to pick and choose, form your own experience, experiments of mm-hmm. what is going to work for you. And it's gonna be 100 times better than you expected. We'd like to take a quick break to thank our sponsor, Planet Duck. Let me tell you what, these guys, they've got some powerful equipment. Their fleet of air duct cleaning trucks are equipped with some of the most powerful vacuums you've ever seen. I mean, these whole trucks, the entire truck is one giant vacuum itself. With their expertise and equipment, they not only get the job done, they get the job done right to maximum efficiency. And you don't wanna be breathing in nasty air from having dirty air ducts or having inefficient airflow. So get your ducts clean with Planet Duct right now. Visit planetduct.com. If you're from Colorado Springs, then you've probably seen our next sponsor driving up and down Academy or at any of their other three locations here in Colorado Springs and in Pueblo. El Super Taco has authentic Mexican food with locally sourced and fresh veggies and meat that is chopped daily. Be sure to check them out next time you're hungry and mention the podcast too. I mean, we don't got a code for you, but definitely mention it. Power Tool Safe has a vision to help fight against theft. They've developed technology to help you keep proper records and are building a community of awareness around stolen goods. Sign up today for a free account and register up to $10,000 in tools and equipment. No credit card required. It's as easy as setting up a Facebook account. Imagine having a team of marketing professionals working for your business, making sure that you get the awareness and sales that you deserve. Well, that's exactly what you get with Recon Marketing. With up to 35 plus years in experience and 10 million plus in managed budgets, they know exactly what it takes to put you on the radar. And our final sponsor is my company, Veeamant Visuals. We produce videos with passion and strong meat. Our goal is to innovate and push the boundaries of what's possible when it comes to creating powerful visuals that drive results, whether that be in business or in life. We have the production power to produce any kind of visuals you want, from documentaries to YouTube videos to social media content, commercials that are designed for television, 3D animations, and so much more. What I've been thinking and considering, it may just be a thought, but it's at least worth analyzing. Do I even want to be an entrepreneur like (laughs) i don't know if that's something you can just choose either i think you're just built that way but thinking and it's funny because the whole reason i started my business is because i didn't want a job i didn't want my job that i had at least 
but I'm thinking maybe I could find more satisfaction if I was given, not given, but if I sought and manifested a job that incorporates what I'm doing without having to worry about all the entrepreneur stuff. <laughs> Glad you brought that up. Yes. <laughs> Why does it have to be either or? Why can't it be and? You can do both. That was my thought yesterday. I did have that thought for a little bit where I was thinking that's the idea though of getting the job is it could allow me to work on like side passions or other things. It could allow me to still work on it because I, I do a side passion as my full time. It's not a yeah. side passion anymore. It's working, a full time passion. If working for somebody else relieves some strain while you're still building your dream, then there's validity in that. If it's helped taking financial strain off, that's great. That's mm -hmm. smart. That helps get you to the next level, get you into your dream house or your RV or more mm -hmm. travel, whatever it is you're seeking. Absolutely. But you don't also have to, you don't have to give up your dream either. Yeah. And I wouldn't. So that this is going back to my husband again. He's actually modeling that, what you're talking about. Okay. Okay. He was in that either or mentality and he was feeling the strain financially. He was feeling like he was letting me down because he hadn't built up his business to a level that was supporting us financially. It's like, hold on, dude. I never expressed any of that on you you're taking that on yourself I trusted you i trust you that you're going to do the right thing support you in making the decision for building your own dream why wouldn't i so he has gone back to working part-time in healthcare. okay so that takes the financial out of the equation okay so that's that fight or flight Right, the basic human needs are being covered. And he's using a skill set that he's really good at. He doesn't it doesn't require a lot of brain bandwidth for him to do something he's been doing for twenty years. And I had to point out to him, like, you are modeling what's possible for people who are burnout in healthcare or other occupations. You can pull back, not give one hundred percent to that. You can work part time for someone else and you can also model what it looks like building your dream and something for yourself. And you can straddle both sometimes you it might be feast and famine in the like right now it's famine in the real estate space his business is a home inspection so when realtors aren't selling homes he's not doing as many inspections but guess what now he can pour more into this part-time job mm -hmm. make more money so everything's being covered and then when he can pull back and not give him not give that corporation they don't have the, their claws and talons into him because he's not full-time. He gets to call the shots. He's got the best of both worlds, and he's modeling what that looks like mm -hmm. for other people. And you can also be an entrepreneur, too, meaning that you're still doing entrepreneurial things just under a different company that you didn't find, yeah. found. And Contract work, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, it's just interesting because it could be or, but I also come from, and it's a belief, that it wasn't until that I went full-time with my business that I had my first successful business because I was letting my day job distract me too much and mm -hmm. even just letting it. It was just, that's just what it was. I, until I was able to give my full attention to 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 a business, because I've attempted to start multiple businesses basically all my life. And it wasn't until I actually went off the deep end that I actually sink or swim kind of thing that I was actually had a success, a business that was more successful than any of my other endeavors that I could live off of one that I was one that was supporting me. But where I've gotten to now, it, I felt like I was thriving all year until I wasn't. And like more, by thriving more than just surviving, actually getting more than what I did not needed to pay the bills. But I also wasn't saving, which I should have been saving. <laughs> And it's just interesting because I still feel frustrated because I feel like I'm not 
I guess making enough money, I guess you could say, if you mm -hmm. put it simply. <laughs> I still feel like I'm not charging enough. I see other people, uh, then there's that comparison thing. I see other vi video business colleagues of mine who charge three, four times, 10 times more than me. I've yet to close a deal over 10,000 and I see people closing 20, 40, $50,000 deals. And so that's the comparison thing. And I feel like I'm, I've got a bunch of, I'm making more money than I've ever made though, <laughs> which is funny. I've, this year I made more, this last year I made more money than I made in any other year, but compared to other people comparing again, it's not that much compared to that, the median average salary actually, to be yeah. honest, it's not, I wasn't making a, a buttload. <laughs> like I just made more than I ever made before. Okay. So my question for you is, or concept is, your ideal client hasn't found you yet. Why is that? Because I keep distracting myself with non-ideal clients. I don't know. I'm just trying to keep my business, not just keep it going. I, I, not, my goal was, I guess it's my goal. My goal was to just get as much business as possible, no matter what. Like whether it's deal, this deal, small deal, whether it's a small graphic design deal, like mm -hmm. not that much. And so these other companies that you're comparing yourself to, what are they doing that you're maybe not doing? I mean, you don't have to answer giving you some things to think about it's like when you're when you get in that comparison mode there's an opportunity to learn it's funny because they talk about it because it's a community they talk about what they're doing but i've been ignoring it i've, I've been i don't want to i want to do it my own way and yeah. <laughs> i'm in the same trap yeah i'm in the same trap and we yeah uh, and that's part of the experiment in becoming wiser and then but you're still observant enough to see what they're doing and some Those are just questions for you to answer for yourself. Do you want to do what they're doing? If you're not willing to do what they're doing, then we can't complain. Yes, exactly. That's what I was thinking too. It's like, do I really want to be doing this? This meaning, you know, running a video production company, I mm -hmm. guess you could say. Because what they're doing is they're, one of the things you could say they're doing is they're only focusing on getting those bigger deals. But another thing they're doing is they're also doing the entrepreneur stuff of outsourcing things. And... I don't like doing, I like doing everything myself. So that's why I'm thinking maybe I'm better off at a job <laughs> because I am not good at delegating. Maybe I hire someone that is good at delegating though. I don't know. Okay, have you experimented or even tried to delegate to someone? Oh yeah, I'm delegating right now. As I say that, I'm, I, have, I'm, I am delegating. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm delegating a few things. So I don't give myself enough credit. That's another thing. <laughs> okay. Same. And are you comparing yourself as to the number of years that you've been doing this compared to the number of years that other those other companies have been doing? Yeah. Are I you comparing it, your... There's, in, in the community that I'm referring to, there's a plethora of different people who are exactly been doing it as long as I've been doing it. And actually, if I think about those people, mo most of them are... Actually, most of them, when I started three years ago, half of them aren't even doing it anymore more than half probably the ones i didn't even know about probably aren't doing it anymore still but some of the ones that are though that ha that started when i started doing really well and that's those are the ones i'm comparing myself to probably <laughs> okay. okay so i'm gonna say two words michael phelps stay in your lane follow your zone stop looking to the side and what you're creating from what i understand is something far unique and original and there's validity in that. Yeah, no one's doing the podcast like I'm doing it. And even what you've described to yeah. me, we're not going to spill your secrets, but you're doing some pretty remarkable things that not many people are doing. 
and there's going to be a longer learning curve and there's going to be a longer incubation period. And so if you need to freelance yourself to some other companies while you're still building that dream, don't give up on your creative power. You've already you already have a lot of the pieces in place. It's just going to take time for that to incubate. Like I said, there's an incubation period. You've planted seeds already. You can still water those seeds yeah. and you can water somebody else's lawn too. Oh yeah. To get you what you need to get you through the lean periods. Yeah. But when you're truly creating something original, go with that. Yeah. And I've built my business to a point where I can get just enough on the lean period. I planted enough seeds. But then this is also a thing that plays into my thinking is there's two deals I have on the table right now. They haven't been closed yet, but they're like multiple events throughout the and I was just thinking, do I want, I don't want to do events. I know that <laughs> I do events because it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's part of the, ser- it's part of a videographer service. If you so want it to be, a videographer could only produce animated films if they want to, right. or only produce brand videos or music videos or whatever. But how I've made my company and which has probably stagnated me a little bit is I've just been open to everything. <laughs> I do events, I do this, I do podcasts, I do mm-hmm. that and music videos and I do a good job in them. I, but I don't necessarily, I like events because they're fun. You get to meet people there. You make connections. I've gotten deals off of doing events as being contracted to do them. I've gotten lots of deals from just doing events. I'm being paid to be there and getting deals off of them. Well, yeah, that's how we met last <laughs> yeah, year. Exactly. Yeah. In Las Vegas of all places. Yeah. But yeah, we're getting deep today. <laughs> yeah. I like it. And yeah, it's good. I need I've needed to discuss this, so thank you. <laughs> I've been needing to So what what's your one takeaway? One takeaway. Let me actually let me let me be silent. Let me think. Is that Just being just my one takeaway is that it's it's more of a take off of a way. I feel like a weight is off of my shoulder a little bit in a way. <laughs> but if, if it was one takeaway, it's just what I was already thinking, just re- reinforcing what I was already thinking, just letting things be how they are and just fill it out. Because li- just listen how things are going and just continue to do things. But also, I guess another takeaway would be is, you know, I got a lot of thinking to do. You got a lot of figure, a lot of, got a lot of things I need to figure out before I can take anything away specifically. I think, but if I were to put it down to one thing, it would be maybe look into seeing other options. I, I think I don't know be, that it is okay to to for other options. It doesn't have to be bad. But there's always a but. <laughs> and I'm very intentional with language. Yes, <laughs> me too. Yeah. I try to be careful with the words I choose because I know that they are a reflection of how you're thinking and vice versa. They can also control how you're thinking. And I will apologize if you feel like I put you on the spot. No, you're good. Okay. <laughs> no, thank you. What did you learn? What have we learned? This is a serendipitous mm-hmm. experience. Obviously, yes. things come around to you and there is confirmation bias and what you're seeking is seeking you and you're, you have, you're, your senses are on high alert right now. And so you're absorbing lots of different stimuli. Yeah, yeah. All I can say is find ways to calm yourself and the answers will come to you. That's what I was hoping. That's what I was doing for a few weeks. Just basically just letting time pass. That's how it, what I felt. And yeah. then that was building anxiety because I'm letting things. But you're still, <laughs> but no, you're still putting content out there. Yeah. Maybe just not as publicly, visually, but you're still showing up. Oh, yeah. Just make sure you're showing up for yourself. That's what I'm trying to do. That's my big takeaway for you is you can show up for the community, show up for the world. Make sure you're showing up for yourself first. Decide what you want. 
and every day one step closer how, how can you show up for yourself by honoring yourself giving your body exactly what it needs Yep. Your body is your vessel. Your body keeps the score. How you treat your body is a reflection of where your priorities are. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think so, too. Uh, it also shows how it, it's also a reflection of who you are mentally, I think, too. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of things. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. So did we even talk about your businesses? Yes, we did. I think <laughs> yeah, lightly. Yeah, we talked about me being a creative. And yes, that's been that was really front and center for me a couple years ago and actually the impact that has been created just by me showing up and what has blossomed out of it was nothing that I ever imagined and it's 100 times better and so with the creative business when I knew I wanted to scale that business I knew that I couldn't do all the work myself and I was going to have to hire some help for the production piece what I thought it was going to be pre-COVID turned it out turned out to be something completely different and I was open the universe brought me an answer and I went with it. And that's working with a very special community of adults with special needs. That's very impactful. When we talk about diversity, inclusivity, being and saying who I am, even in my own production of my business. And so, yes, so that business supplies retail customers, personal customers, customized gifts. And the Broadmoor Hotel is our first retail client. Nice. So we actually have products in the Broadmoor Hotel. Okay. Nice. So okay. that that tells the world... And you create creative products by that? What do you mean? Personalized, we use sparkle, Swarovski crystals. Okay. That's just been, people in the past would call me the bling queen, queen of sparkle, whatever. But that was just the medium that I chose from an artistic standpoint. Mm-hmm. And it's a tangible product and it's different and it's unique. And it has, it's a middle to high tier clientele. And the fact that I was able to go market that business myself and the concept to the Broadmoor Hotel. That's awesome. If I can go sell there, I should be able to sell anywhere, right? Mm-hmm. And so for me, that was very affirming. If I can do this, what's stopping me from selling to the Bellagio Hotel. Now that I'm in Las Vegas, which is the sparkle capital world, right? It was a big deal when I was here living in Springs, but now in the bigger construct, that was just a confidence building skill set. Now I was like, I'll go walk on anybody's C-suite and sell the concept and the product and for sure. set, set that standard for that higher clientele. Was there, I wanna know about all the other ones that didn't make it, but the ones that weren't confident building, were there those? Basic, basically- Or I've was had, that like, out of the gate i just went i went straight to the top okay <laughs> so i didn't want to mess around because usually it takes a lot of nose to get to the yes i went i did my homework i went a couple times i saw what they had on their shelves i knew what we had what was possible and i went when i went geared knowing that it was about them about them and their clientele and their guests that come through the hotel what do they want and creating that experience mm-hmm. for them and their guests it wasn't about me you had sales experience before this, yeah right? yeah yeah there's a whole lot of depth and context but not taking no personally like no today doesn't mean no six months from now yeah i yeah i cut my teeth on sales a long time ago yeah yeah because a lot of that is is preparation is it's it's a lot of the packaging is is huge too Mm and showing up and when you say meet people where they are i feel like i do that in every sales meeting that i have and i don't do it as like a manipulation tactic i just want to show up and I want to listen and figure out how I can best help you. I can't unless I understand where you're coming from in every aspect. And it just so happens that happens to be a good sales tool too. <laughs> yeah. You could come pre-prepared, yeah. having an idea, 
It gives you some context of asking the right questions. And I did exactly that. Like I went prepared with questions and I brought products with me that were customized specifically for them, not knowing, I didn't have an expectation or knowing that they were going to want to use our services, but I went prepared and I had great questions and I came with integrity and determination and credibility. And so, yeah. How did you get in contact with the right person? By networking and actually encountered somebody who also had products in the Broadmoor. Nice. They say it's not what you know, it's who you know. It's who you know. And I say you can get to know anyone. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I showed up in the right place at the right time. I got their information. I sent multiple emails. I was a squeaky wheel. Every two weeks on the same day, I sent an email. Nice. Finally got a phone call. Finally got a presentation in person. Did the presentation and she was hugging me out the door and giving me a purchase order. That's awesome. <laughs> That's, yeah. And so it's not an overnight success. It is mm. preparation. Oh, 100%. Meets opportunity. Yeah. And it's not luck. It's work. And you're doing the work now. Mm-hmm. And I just, I have such faith in what you're creating. That's the original product. And I would love to see you just trust and relax. And if you need to seek something else in the meantime, don't give up on the dream. It can still be building and growing. And mm-hmm. Just relax. And I, what's cool is I'm pretty sure I've set myself up, like I planted enough seeds to where, because that's how all 2022 worked. It just worked out. The deals just kept coming because yeah. I had put in two years of networking, putting my name out there, building my reputation. And then what's cool is I was only building my reputation more all last year, even though I wasn't doing that active networking mm-hmm. stuff. I was still networking, building my, because if I would do an event at a networking event, guess what? I'm networking. And so it's, it's it, that's, it's actually funny. I call videographers the chameleons of, of industry because I'll go with bounty hunters for a day and then I'll go with nurses, not nurses, but I was just trying to think of an example and I couldn't think of one off the top, but actually a nurse. I have worked with a nurse before. She did a self-defense class. She was teaching a self-defense online course and she hired me and she's, she was an, a daytime nurse and mm-hmm. that's, she would get off of doing the nurse stuff and we'd do the video stuff. And it was, yeah, so actually a nurse. But so it's like, I get to see all this, I get to be, in lots of places and love that aspect mm-hmm. about it but yeah i've built enough momentum you could say is that i i don't think i have to go find another job but that was i guess the debate where the second guessing was coming from is because i don't know if that's what i want to be doing specifically but well, doesn't it doesn't have to be forever either exactly yeah, just yeah. be strategic me and my husband it's great he has a w-2 job but when we go to buy a house that's what they're going to be looking at. Oh, yeah. You know, as an entrepreneur, you get up to three years, right? Yeah. So, and you have to, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go work somewhere for three months, give them what they want, and then go back and do what I need to be doing for yeah. me. So it's just like strategy. It's not a dig at who you are and what you can do. What are my goals for the next six months? Oh, I want to buy a house. Okay. The bank and whoever mm. my lender is going to be, they're going to see a, a statement of my ability to make money. Oh, yeah. That's all they care about. Yeah. Once you get the house, you're golden. You do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. So I'm even thinking about that for me. It's like, I could go work all kinds of jobs. Mm-hmm. It could be temporary. Yeah. A temporary solution to serve a long-term need or mm-hmm. goal. That's one thing that I am really proud of myself for. And I think has been very beneficial for me is when I went full-time entrepreneurial and quit, quit my job, the resiliency, the skills and everything that I learned, the sales skills, just trying to build this business, I feel like I can get any job I want. 
Yeah. For the most part. Like, yeah, you're very marketable. Yeah, I think I've built those skills that allow me, if I really wanted to go find a job, I could find it. But I don't think I do. That's why I haven't yet. <laughs> okay. Just, yeah. it just be realistic. So, okay, I need money because I have this objective mm-hmm. in a short amount of time. Use it. Learn something mm-hmm. from it. Gonna get, mm-hmm. They're going to gain from as much from you as you're gonna gain from them. Yeah. So just trust that. In my life experience, my job experience in the, in the job world has always been crappy jobs that don't pay much. It's like, there's no, so forget that there's jobs that pay good. <laughs> like I don't even, it, I have to remember that. So it's like, there's jobs that, that pay better than what I made last year, you know? Right. So yeah. And that, that I could easily get sales jobs that do, I bet. And what's cool about having a sales job is you don't have to worry about anything else but closing the deal <laughs> all you gotta do is just close the deal yeah. and if i could just focus on one thing that would be nice but now i, I gotta close the deal i gotta do the setup i gotta organize the meetings i gotta do the marketing all that stuff and i don't i love i thought i loved that i think i love that i'm learning maybe i've changed a little bit or maybe i've just realized some things or maybe i'm just in a point where i'm just in a learning stage we're all learning yeah. don't ever stop learning <laughs> oh no i don't yeah that's for sure yeah, yeah. that's the beauty of it yes yeah, is there anything you'd like to let people know on a small scale, people are learning to trust my dependability and my credibility by delivering a product, a small, low-end product. So now that I've been developing that over the past three, four years, now that I'm offering something greater to help people get to where they want to go, bridging that gap from where they are to where they want to go, people have done business with me in the past and I've shown up, been dependable, over-deliver, impeccable service. That demonstrates to people who would be considering spending a lot more money with me, dollars, whatever that looks like. Yeah, I can depend on her because she did exactly what she said she was going to do. She showed up on time, made that she over delivered, whatever, took care of a problem, solved it, whatever. <laughs> Sound like ice, baby. Vanilla <laughs> <laughs> ice. But anyway, and I'm very musical, too. And that's part of that's part of my snarky humor is interjecting movie clips and music clips in, into my dialogue. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, you have to have fun. And I love music. I, I guess, what is the story of that business is what I, what I really wanted to know. The story of the business is not so much about the products. Yes, there's beautiful products, and, and that's what an artist's job is, to put mm-hmm. beauty and creativity out into the world. Otherwise, it'd be very bleak. And my part of my whole MO is to bring joy and beauty to the love, kindness, empathy, compassion. And so that that's a tangible product what people really need and want is how do I bridge the gap? How do I get where I want to go? What can I use the skills that I have, the assets that I have? What are some ways to refine little micro adjustments, Mm -hmm. even coming from my personal trainings? Like you can teach people the skills and you can observe, zoom out and observe their form and their technique and you can give them little micro adjustments in their actions that make all the world a difference in the world to achieve the results beyond mm-hmm. their reliefs. That happens in the physical setting. It also happens in the in their mind and how they treat themselves. Business owners beat themselves up. Oh yeah. Do I work, I, and I work well with all different types of people and I'm not exclusive. And yes, we're supposed to niche it down. Yes, I probably work very well with women who are 40 and up, who are in a state of transition and they're looking for a transformation. They don't know how to get there. Hey, let's unpack it one step at a time. Let's heal what you what you feel your old identity is lacking and then extract the great that's already there. Focus on that and then build. But I'm doing it with my own husband. I can get through the ego. I can part the ways of the ego and find out where the thorn is stuck on their foot. Keep stepping on. Because once you pull it out, it keeps festering. It's there. It keeps creeping up. It's like the lessons are there, but you're not learning from the lessons. Oh, yeah. 
they keep repeating they'll, them. They'll repeat until they keep you repeating. Do. Yes. So <laughs> that's going back to that cliche analogy. And and I am a walking testament of the product that I sell to other entrepreneurs or business owners. Doesn't matter. If they're if you are in a state of not sure yourself, you're uncomfortable, not sure, you want transition, you want transformation, and you don't know where to turn, there's an opportunity there. Wherever there's a question is an opportunity to go forward, move forward. And sometimes it's the small little tweaks. And I, we've had this conversation. You've heard me say a lot of similar things like the Tony Robbins, like the Ed Milets, like all these people that are demanding five-figure programs to go be in their space. Well, there's other people that are in between that can help you get there that you don't have to go spend five figures with. That's me. You know, as a personal trainer, I'm kind of like a personal trainer for your mindset. <laughs> for sure, yeah, yeah. But they help you align the actions to where your goals are. That's what a personal trainer does. They help you unlearn bad habits that have gotten mm-hmm. you to where you are and what's causing the discomfort and the aches and pains in your body and the aches and pains in your mindset and help you make those minor adjustments to add better habits, making more better decisions. It's poor grammar, but it's absolutely more better decisions over time. And then zoom out and maybe you work with somebody to help you figure out what is it you really want. I, uh, and it takes, and I'm glad that you're journaling, it takes some introspection and reflection. I think to, ha- having another person to having a coach or having a therapist or having whoever i think you're basically and i don't know if this sounds bad or not i'll know once i say it you basically get you basically get to use someone else's brain as a tool for your own brain borrow my belief until you believe it for yourself yeah and the brain is one of the most powerful tools in the universe if not the (laughs) and it's a very special thing to be able to use someone else's brain for your own benefit. That's why I mean it kind of, it might sound bad, but I think that's it's just what we are. We're human. We help each other out. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. I won't keep you too long and too much longer and let you get to your is it your grandson? Grandson, yes. Yeah. <laughs> nice. And yeah, is there anything you'd else you'd like to let people know? Anything else where they can find you or anything? Yeah, I'm grateful for the time with you. I trusted my gut, and my intuition to just show up and that's I think that's 90% of success anything you do is show up be vulnerable be yourself and um, so thank you for that thank you for showing up yeah yeah. there's a story behind that (laughs) but it's not important it's the the important is that we're here and we're sharing this time together Mm -hmm. yeah chrisdyerconsulting.com is my I have two websites that's the newest one that's more reflective of how I can serve other entrepreneurs create some bigger impact I am very much a mindset and transformation mentor, guide, coach. Mm -hmm. And every other time you ask me, I'll probably tell you something different as a label because I despise labels. It's the result that's important, not the label or the title you put on it. But yeah, I am a creative. Worth the price. Worth the price. Yeah, I am a creative. I identify with creative, but also obviously have proven that I have some business chops, Mm -hmm. marketing and branding. Branding from the inside out, not from the outside in. A lot of people think branding is what do you look like? What's your logo? And branding starts right here in your heart and your soul and your spirit and just your energetic footprint that you're putting out and how you show up. Yeah. Yeah. You could think of a brand like as an example, off tops, Nike, let's just say there's a story behind that. There's a feeling behind that. And that's why it's so successful. I Mm -hmm. think Nike is a goddess. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Let's go back to studying Greek philosophy and religion and all that. Yeah. I love doing that work. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Tangent. (laughs) Yeah. But I just want to say thank you for showing up. Um, We've had a lot of cancellations or people wanting to reschedule lately. And 
none of them have an excuse now because you flew here from Las Vegas. <laughs> and so I don't want to hear it. <laughs> and yeah. so it's, it's like now their excuses are even more invalid. <laughs> excuses are results. You can't have both. Yes, exactly. Personal accountability. Yeah. And actually it, it was, it had become starting to rub me the wrong way, to be honest. And so it really did mean a lot that, that you flew out here and, I, and I didn't even tell you all that. It's like, there was no pressure there. It's just, you made the decision. Yeah. It's not like you knew that there was a bunch of people that canceled or anything. You knew you, you were like, okay, it's not, we, we can't do it this way. Let's, I'm, I'm going to make my commitment. And you did. And you showed up in Thank you. That's a precedence. That's a standard that I set for myself. Deliver. <laughs> I've been on your calendar for six months now. It took us this long to happen. You, you have a lot of people vying for your time and your space. And there's some credibility behind that. You ma- making yourself scarce sometimes is a value. Yes. And I think that's another reason why we're going into 2023. The podcast is going to be more clamped down, meaning that it's not just going to be anyone and everyone. We're going to be more selective with how we choose people. We may even charge people just because we had so many cancellations. I felt like people didn't see the value in it. And it's like, how could you not see the value? Because we're giving it to you for free. (laughs) You don't understand all the work that I put into the show. Yes, it benefits me in lots of ways. Yes, it's my biggest marketing (laughs) avenue. That is my main driver. Besides, I love talking to people. And besides, I love being able to provide this for the community. There's obviously incentive in this for me because it is a marketing funnel. But it is a lot of work still regardless. There's other ways to do marketing. (laughs) But yeah, it's... That's me demonstrating my respect for you. I'm valuing your time. Thank you. Yeah. Sweet. This has been a great conversation. I hope that people listening glean as much information as they can out of it. I hope it's been, I hope even just one person hears something from this podcast that helps them even just get through their hour, through their day. It's a successful podcast for me. So. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, my intent was to help you. Thank you. I think it was good. It was, it, like I said, it felt really good being, I didn't know I was going to go into this episode doing a whole therapy session. Sorry. And it wasn't supposed to be. It was a conversation. <laughs> yes. But, and there we go. I love being spontaneous and just going with the flow. Yes. Yeah, sorry. I'll go on forever. This has been the COS Business Podcast. I'll see you guys on the next one. <laughs>